It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And a very good Saturday morning to Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us. Marlins follow the White Sox 2-1 to one, uh, on a walk-off single from Luis Robert. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, the seven-game winning streak was not meant to be here on the south side of Chicago on this Friday night in the Windy City. The Chicago White Sox walk off the Miami Marlins by a final score of 2-1. to It does indeed snap that six-game winning streak for the Marlins, who did not have a ton of opportunities offensively tonight. Uh, the White Sox did a really nice job on the mound in this ballgame. They held the Marlins to a run on four hits. Marlins did commit a couple of errors. Uh, there was a costly wild pitch there in the bottom of the ninth inning, and then it was the Luis Robert show. Luis Robert Jr. walks off the Marlins with an RBI single that he roped down the left field line in the bottom of the ninth inning. Uh, welcome to the 10th inning show with Kelly Sacco. I'm Kyle Seeloff. And Kelly, as you uh, you rejoin us here, as we break this ball game down a little bit, all the highlights coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, you know, let's start with the pitching, and we'll start with Yuri Perez. I thought it was really nice to see the young man again making his sixth major league start. A lot of run, five innings of work. I thought really the key for him was when he had the bases loaded, nobody out in the bottom of the third inning. He got out of it. But your thoughts on Yuri's performance here tonight? His poise is just the thing that will continue to impress me day in and day out. He's so young. He just turned 20 years old a month ago. And he's out there with this composure under high-pressure situations. Like, nothing's going to bother him. And he stays very focused in on the hitter. And that's the reason why he's able to get out of those situations. So I think every single time out is going to be a learning experience for him. And he keeps on taking that information in. So it's really nice to see what he's been able to do. And just to, to hold them to that one run, five hits. He walked a couple, but striking out six. I think there's just so much to like about him in the short amount of time that we've seen him. Well, and then we focus our attention on the bullpen here tonight. I thought Tanner Scott did a nice job, kind of navigated his way around a couple of hits there in the sixth. J.T. Shagwell worked around a hit in the seventh. Andrew Nardi worked around a hit in the eighth. Unfortunately, Dylan Floro, who got into immediate trouble in the ninth with the single and then the wild pitch, and he had to walk Ben Intendi with a one out. Um, he just left the slider too far over the inside corner. But all in all, I mean, Scott threw Nardi were good, and unfortunately just didn't work out there for Dylan Floro. Yeah, it looked like Floro was really struggling with his com his command of that slider, which is the pitch that we saw go to the backstop on the wild pitch, which put Andrews in scoring position. So he's been wonderful for the Marlins all year long, has had a handful of those outings that have gotten away from him. So an unfortunate outing, but you got to turn the page and you have to see that you're not going to win a ball game when you only put together four hits and that one lone home run from Joey Wendell. So it's for the Marlins, they weren't able to get things going offensively. The White Sox did a really nice job keeping them off balance. They weren't able to string together any hits at all today. What, so that was really, I think, the biggest issue. What were your general impressions of the offense? I know you touched on it there, but I guess just in general. 
just not able to get anything going. They seem like very unbalanced against these White Sox hitters, just not putting together the greatest at bats. So it'll be interesting to see what adjustments they make tomorrow. All right, Kelly, good stuff. Uh, here's the hope and the fish can knot this series up at one apiece tomorrow. Okay, go team. Early, sleep fast. Yes, that is Kelly Sacco. I am Kyle Seeloff. Let's take a listen to the highlights from this ball game as they wrap up a beautiful fireworks display here at Guaranteed Rate Field on this Friday night in Chicago. Uh, this was a rather low-scoring affair. As you now know, the White Sox did jump out to an early 1-0 lead in the second. Nobody on two out. Yasmani Grandal facing Yuri Perez. Here's a swing and a drive hit deep. Right field. Sanchez is on the run. He's looking up, and it's gone. Yasmani Grandal goes deep for the fifth time this season. White Sox lead 1-0 here in the second. It would stay that way until the top of the fifth inning, leading off for the Marlins in the top of the fifth, a 3-2 count, Joey Wendell. Joey is swung on, hit in the air, right field. Sheets is going back out of the warning track at the wall. She's going to go. It's a long ball for Joey Wendell. It's his first of the season. That pitch was devoured into the seats in right here at Guaranteed Rate Field. The Marlins have tied this ball game at one here in the fifth. Well, unfortunately for the Marlins, offense was extremely difficult to come by after that. 1-1 halfway home tonight. As mentioned, Yuri Perez finished out the fifth inning of work. He turned it over to Tanner Scott in the sixth inning, who allowed a couple of two-out singles. He worked around that. Dylan Cease. Uh, found himself in a little bit of trouble in the top of the sixth inning. He walked Jorge Soler with one out. Then Brian De La Cruz doubled. Marlins had runners at second and third with one out in the top of the sixth inning. Really, that was the best chance that they would have in the remainder of the ball game uh, because the White Sox would retire the final ten Marlins that they would face in this ball game tonight. Uh, went to the seventh. It was an easy one-two-three inning for Kenyon Middleton. For the Marlins in the seventh inning, J.T. Shagwa worked around a single with one out in the catcher's interference by Nick Fortes, got a 6-4-3 double play. In the eighth inning, Kendall Graveman set down the Marlins 1-2-3, 9-1-2. Graveman, the veteran righty, uh, tossed the perfect eighth inning. Andrew Nardi allowed a leadoff single in the bottom of the eighth. He worked around that. We would go to the ninth inning. Liam Hendricks worked a perfect 1-2-3 top of the ninth inning. He carved right through Brian De La Cruz, Jesus Sanchez, and Yuli Gurriel, who was hitting in place the birthday boy of Garrett Cooper. The reason being, had a bit of a uh, collision at first early in the ballgame. Garrett Cooper exited tonight's game with left elbow soreness. He will be reevaluated further. I'm sure we'll know more prior to tomorrow afternoon's ballgame here on the south side of Chicago. So bottom of the ninth inning, Dylan Floral was summoned by Skip Schumacher. He allowed a leadoff single to Elvis Andrews. He then uncorked a wild pitch to the backstop. That put Andrews at second base with nobody out. Floral came back to strike out Tim Anderson for the first out of the inning. Marlins then intentionally walked Andrew Benintendi to put runners at first and second base with one out to set up the double play ball. The batter then for the White Sox was Luis Robert Jr., Here's the 0-1 pitch. Here's the swing and a ground ball hit fair over the bag at third, rolling down the left field line. The Chicago White Sox walk off the Miami Marlins. Luis Robert Jr. is the hero in the bottom of the ninth inning. And the White Sox beat the Marlins by a final score of 2-1 in game one of this three-game weekend series here tonight. 
Well, an unfortunate ending to this ball game for the Miami Marlins. They pitched well enough to win it. They just could not find enough offense in this ball game here tonight. Uh, let's see here. Let's take a look at the final totals for you from this ball game this evening. For the Miami Marlins, a run, four hits, and two errors. And for the White Sox, two runs, 11 hits, and no errors. For the White Sox tonight, they leave 12 men on base. And for the Marlins, they leave four men on base. Liam Hendricks is the winner. He is now 2-0 this season. Dylan Floro, the loser, he is 3-4. Started this ballgame at 7-10, finished it at, let's see here, 9.37 total game time, 2 hours and 27 minutes in front of 21,033 folks here at Guaranteed Rate Field on this beautiful Friday night on the south side of Chicago. Again, the final score, Chicago 2 and Miami 1. For the Miami Marlins pitching staff tonight, they strike out 12 that means that $300 have been donated to AutoNation Strike Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. And for every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you very much. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the 2-1 loss to the White Sox. Never fun to see a ball game end that way. Just uh, initial thoughts. I mean, a good start by Yuri. Bullpen does get some pretty big innings. And then just to see it end that way, just what's the biggest takeaway initially in this one? Yuri in the third inning, bases loaded, nobody out, gets out of that inning. Thought that was a huge moment for him and his development. Uh, couldn't just outstuff. He had to actually pitch. Fortez, really good blocking, really all game. Uh, yeah, tough one. I think, you know, we, we just couldn't get anything going against Cease. Cease threw really good. Real, that's real stuff that we just faced. And um, we had that one chance We with Sanchez up. Anderson made a good play at short. Kind of a tricky hop, still made a great play, got Soler out at home, and, you know, we really didn't have anything else going the whole game, and our bullpen did a great job. I mean, we, we hold them two runs, and that's all you can ask for, and uh, just a tough way to lose, but we just didn't get anything going today. You mentioned Yuri. You know, one of the things that Nick Fortes says that he's seen from him early is just that poise and that confidence on the mound. Just looking at that as a learning moment for him, what do you hope... He, he does kind of take away from maybe a situation where he's got to face the fire a little bit and does find a way to get out of it. Yeah, that's what he did. He got out of it, bases loaded, jam. Again, nobody out. It's a, it was a learning, teaching, growing up moment for him. Um, just unfortunate we couldn't you know get anything going after that. Uh, update on Cooper. X-ray is negative, but you know I don't I don't know what else there is. Um, I think he's going to see the doctor and check out um, you know the elbow. You know. Probably sometime tomorrow morning. Uh, just Wendell, another, I guess he's, you know, since he's come back, kind of got in this groove, just the swing he had on that home run. Yeah, he had good swings all night. Line drive out to left, uh, out in the first first inning, or, or first time up, I should say. Home run. And then, uh, you know, good defense. Joey's playing great. He's been playing great all month. And, uh, you know, just, again, we just couldn't get anything get anything going. Nobody, nobody really on base too much. And, um, you know, Cease and their bullpen did a great job. Do you think, uh, let's say with Cease, a matter of execution, you guys had the right game plan, just a matter of him maybe out-executing you guys? Yeah, again, real stuff. 97, top of the zone, really good curveball. His slider was working today. Good changeup. I mean, he had, he had all of his stuff working. And, um, you know, we just couldn't pick it up today. What do you think was most impressive about that third inning for Yuri? Because it seemed like some of the pitches maybe he wasn't landing for strikes, but for him to still be able to... 
most impressive was the meat of the order. I mean, he got the meat of the order out in a big spot. The game could have got away from us. Instead, it's a 1-1 game and, um, you know, still have a chance to, to do something. So he did he did a really good job. He did enough for us to win today. We just couldn't get anything going. You mentioned Nick and his blocking abilities. How much can that help? I mean, any pitcher, but, but specifically a younger pitcher to know, hey, maybe I can go to a certain pitch in a certain situation because I know my catcher is going to back me up. You have to have that confidence. It's the major leagues. You have to have the confidence in your catcher that you can throw any pitch, any time, and the runs will still, you know, no runner will advance and nobody was going to score. Nick's done a good job working with Rod and Flip and Griffin, and um, he's done a good job game planning. He's been growing all year. Stallings does a good job blocking, so that it's been a good – they've done a great job all year. All right, Yuri Perez, he went five innings, gave up five hits, only just one run, struck out six. Let's hear what Yuri had to say following the 2-1 loss to Chicago. Ya con tu quinta apertura, ¿qué tú puedes decir que te has llevado, si sea positivo o negativo, de estas cinco aperturas? No, aprendiendo mucho, aprendiendo mucho de las situaciones. Hoy tuvimos situaciones de las cuales aprendimos mucho y sacamos lo mejor de eso para seguir llevándolo a los juegos, so, me siento muy bien eh, aprendiendo, eh, tratando de coger más confianza, haciendo buenos picheos y nada, vamos a poner todo eso en práctica para pa seguir dando lo mejor de nosotros y compitiendo. Nothing, just um, a matter of learning experiences, you know, every, every start you're going to get different situations and that's what we, as we mentioned before today, we had several situations in the game that uh, you, is a learning experience. Uh, so you got to continue learning, continue growing with your teammates and, and trusting everybody right there and, and, com- and continue uh, competing. And, 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 and again, that level of trust will continue to grow uh, every game. Just curious, are you happy with your fastball command now or is that something you still need to improve upon a bit? Solo por curiosidad, no sé si estás tú feliz con el comando de tu recta o, o, o algo que tú quieres todavía seguir eh, practicando no la rete lo que yo me controlo en verdad es mi mejor picheo so, yo yo lo controlo bien lo que pasa que aquí es un poquito la temperatura está un poquito difícil la mano me sentía como un poquito seca so, algunos picheos se me rebalaban pero me sentía súper bien con la reta eh, nada seguir practicándola como quiera en el bullpen y poniéndolo en práctica en el juego también I think a fastball is my, my best pitch uh, that I have uh, you know, you got to continue working every pitch. I don't know, the temperature here was a little different. It was a little dry, so it was kind of slippery. It was just, I was, uh, on the release, I was losing the ball a little bit. So I'll just have to continue practicing on my bullpens and try to bring that on the, into the games. All right, we are right back at it. It's going to be a 2-10 first pitch from Guaranteed Rate Field, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 140. It'll be Sandy Alcantara looking to, Turn this thing in the other direction for the Marlins to get right back in that win column. Thanks, as always, for winding with us. Let's flip the M together, Miami. This is the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.